when I was 15, I wanted to be a record producer like the Beatles. Uh, on the internet, you'll find the Rock Soup video where I, there's a bit of an interview with me. Washtenaw Community College produced it with me because we were trying to release this stuff. But um, I, I wanted to produce stuff like the Beatles. So um, I started going around Detroit looking for bands. I found two bands I really liked. One was the Third Power. They didn't have any gigs, but, but they sounded good. And the other was the MC5. I met him at uh, the Crow's Nest in St. Clair Shores. And I walked up to him and I said, you guys are really good. Could I record you? They said yes. So I recorded them for maybe two and a half years. I've got five of their separate performances. I've got the first time they did kick out the jams before the, they had that experience with Janis Joplin's band where they wanted them to get off the stage, kick out the jams or get off the stage. But uh, I've got the first time they played it and Rob says... We have a brand new tune we'd like to play for you called Kick Out the Jams, and he counted it down. So I have some of their coolest music. I've got Ice Pick Slim, which John Sinclair played on, and he might have written it, but it's just amazing. These guys were so far ahead of their time. Um, it excites me to be able to try to get this music out to the public. What was it like in the Grandy when these performances were, were going on? I mean, describe the atmosphere. What would you see? What, what was going on in those days? It was a party. Everybody was comfortable. There were uh, no violence. It was just like a big party, and the music was so good. On the website, I've got pictures of the Grandy where we shot it in 2011. It's all dilapidated, but it's a huge dance floor. And the way the stage was positioned and the kind of amps and stuff, it was just a, one of the best musical experiences that, that I've been to. The Roundhouse in London was pretty cool like that, uh, acoustic-wise. But So people would just love the music, and they'd hang out with each other. It was a lot of incense. That's when there was oil light shows because there was no digital anything. And it was all about the music. Um, it was a much safer time. Uh, there were, were no conflicts. Nobody got beat up. There wasn't any knives or guns. And, um, but it was just, everybody was comfortable. It was so cool to be able to go there every week and hear a band that would, you just couldn't believe how good they were. For people who are younger and never got to the Grandy or may not have even heard about the Grandy, give me a sense of what they're missing. What is the city missing now, the region missing now that the Grandy is gone? Oh, wow. There were music clubs everywhere. You could go out and have a great time with your friends and hear some music. Alcohol really wasn't involved. We were all kids back then. The limit was, I think, 16 to get in. I was 15, so John had to take me in. or I, had, I managed a band, so a lot of the times <laughs> the third power would play. That's who I managed. And then Drew went on to be the Silver Bullet guitar player drew abbott so i'd do do the setup because i'd book them for the third power and then the mc5 had come up so i just take the mics i'd remic the stage pull from the pa and so i was there i got lost thinking about it it was sort of so much fun it was the best learning how to be an audio engineer experience i could have ever gotten because i got to mix live mixing ted was challenging but i'm not sure what you asked me here i just it's fun to think about those times because, I mean, it's 
almost like a chunk of society is missing because you could go there and be with people of all nationalities and colors, and they were mostly young people at the time that were into rock and roll, and you felt safe. It was a party. I mean, people just loved the music. 